Hello, SEDC members, and welcome to the 2023 annual SEDC conference held here in beautiful Williamsburg, Virginia. Hi, I'm Ray Methvin with Insightful, and the truth is, while Matt and Matthew weren't looking, I hijacked the podcast again, so you have the next few days with me and with a lineup of guests that I'm really excited about. We'll have conversations with community leaders, state leaders, really good vendors we love, so stay tuned and join us. Good questions coming up. Folks, we're joined now with Susan Donkers. She is the Vice President of Strategic Development at Global Location Strategies. Susan, thanks for sitting down and spending some time. Thank you so much, Ray. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's been a great conference so far. Uh, as I mentioned, Susan, you're with Global Location Strategies. Let's start by just telling all of us a little bit about GLS. Absolutely. We are a firm with a storied legacy. We've been in business for over 50 years. Our owner is Dee Dee Caldwell. She's a former chairwoman of the Site Selectors Guild. And we consider ourselves in one of the top five location strategy firms around the world. We focus on manufacturing and industrial projects almost uh, exclusively. And through that um, industry sector knowledge of the companies, communities, and industry sectors, we love to apply that knowledge through consulting, software, and location intelligence reports. So we're growing as a firm, and the SEDC conference has just been an absolute joy to be at, interacting with our clients and with our peers in this industry. Yeah, and I will ask you, Susan, this is a great way to jump into this. I know Global Location Strategies is a real innovation leader within the sector. Talk to us a little bit about what's on the front burner and what's about what we're about to see over the next few months. Absolutely. So the owner of our firm has implemented innovation as one of our values of how our company operates. And so innovation and constantly thinking about doing processes better and providing client service better is very important to our founder. And so everybody in the company has that charter as they're thinking about how they are serving their clients. How can they be innovative in doing it? So innovation could mean a speed to market, right? How to get to, how to get a client to market faster. Innovation could be obtaining better data sets for a lower cost. Um, innovation could be uh, a way that you are a connector between companies and communities and being thoughtful about how you do that. So innovation is at the core of our practice, and it makes for a really exciting and knowledge-sharing environment. That's cool. Now, we're speaking with Susan Donkers, Global Location Strategies. Susan, I know you're about to take the stage, and you're going to share with our SEDC attendees uh, five important points taken through the GLS lens. But... You and I have talked about this, and this is really important, and I want our SEDC podcast listeners to get some of that takeaway again. So can you share through the GLS lens what you're about to talk about? Absolutely. So the GLS lens at Global Location Strategies, um, our lens is actually split into three different lenses. So our firm has organized into three business lines of site selection consulting, 
location intelligence reporting and software as a service. And so as I've been walking around the SED event for the last couple of days, I've been really mindful that there are thousands of people at home. I mean, we're not able to attend every diff every industry event out sure. there. And I love listening to podcasts to hear what happened at the event. So my, these five tips are really about the five stages of the site selection process. So the first one, I'm using, I'm using the, um, a methodology called, called design thinking or service design. So Stanford, for example, has a design institute. Cornell teaches design thinking. We have embedded design thinking into our firm. And what that means is we put on the thought process of the corporation. We, we pretend to be them. And we f empathize with them and feel their pain. So the first one is personas, number one, right? So I'm walking around the SEDC conference, and a lot of people are asking us, what we're seeing in the industry and what I'm able to explain to them is the persona of different industry sectors. Huh. So a, a food manufacturer, for example, has a persona of someone really worried about hiring their workforce, whereas a aluminum manufacturer has a persona of somebody really worried about utility cost. And so really understanding and empathizing with the worry not, you know, you can call it location driver, but it's also, what's keeping you up at night? That's a question we ask our companies. What's, what's making you lay in bed at night worried? Huh. And that's why they are then coming to us in the economic development community as experts huh. to help reduce that risk with their worry. So number one is personas and empathizing with the user. The second one is once you have identified some of those pain points, it's then what can you as an economic developer bring pain relief to, huh. right? So you're the tonic. Well, you've now understood that, that corporation's pain, and you can understand their pain by industry sector. So what can you do to bring pain relief? So I'm walking around thinking, I'm looking at different booths, and I'm talking to different economic developers, thinking about, oh, well, they can alleviate that pain. They can allevi alleviate the wastewater treatment pain, or they can alleviate that logistics pain that uh -huh. the company's having. The third one is customer journey mapping. So thinking about the location where the customer is coming from. Are they coming from Taiwan? Are they coming from Germany? What is their experience going to be like before they arrive at your community? All the different intermediaries and uh, obstacles they're going to face, flights they're going to be on, immigration. So thinking about their customer journey between where they physically are and how they can get to you huh. And how to alleviate, how to build in stages and gates into that customer journey map so that it's a smoother process. So what, one of the things we've done is we've thought about that customer journey through the lens of how great is it that European manufacturers, when they're speaking to us about the United States, we can show them 60,000 sites on location1.com, huh. which is lowest that we acquired at the end of the year. I mean, those manufacturers can sit in Europe and get a sneak peek preview of 60,000 sites just but with a click of a button. Right. Then the fourth tip from service design thinking is prototyping or mocking something up. So a great example of a mock-up is a property flyer and a completed RFI. Okay. That's the best way to proactively get ready for corporate investment huh. and we incur and so those are the types of things I'm looking at as I'm walking through the conference and talking to economic developers and talking about sites 
Um, we have a free way for all economic developers to mock up their site by, um, we can send them a free submit your sites link and they can do a mock RFI and that data will be saved forever so that then when the actual project RFI comes through the system, they're already you know, along the path towards filling it out. So we're motivated to bring capacity back to the economic development profession, give people time back on their calendar, huh. and so that they can spend more time networking and having those high quality face-to-face -face interactions. Right. And then my fifth and last um, tip from service design you know, you've done the persona research from the industry sector point of view. You've thought about the pain relief you're going to bring to the economy by con by solving pain points for companies. You've created a customer journey map and you know where you're going to fit in the journey. You've mocked up and prototyped. The last one is testing it out, pitching, right? So getting out there and trying out the pitch and trying out the solutions. And I think Many site selectors um, absolutely love to hear that test pitch and are very open to providing feedback. Anytime. Interesting. Ah. And that's what these events are great for, is to, yeah. is to practice the pitch. That's great. We are talking with Susan Donkers at Glo Global Location Strategies. Susan, you've shared five really important tips that every SEDC uh, attendee or podcast listener should take away with them today. We really appreciate it. Now, I have some, let's play favorites. I have some questions <laughs> for you. Okay. Uh, and let's see, let's see how these get answered. There are five questions here. What is your favorite holiday? Oh, Thanksgiving, absolutely. Okay. I love to cook, and my family sometimes implements a Top Chef competition, and we match people up. We buddy people up that are not normally buddied up, like my dad and my sister-in-law, and we have them cook the non-Thanksgiving meal, you know, the Wednesday night dinner, the Friday night breakfast, and then, of course, we compete, and then we have some good-natured smack-talking about ah about what happened. I love Thanksgiving. That's cool. What is your favorite dessert? Ice cream. Did you in know general? that? Did you in know general? that my family owned an ice cream store? No, I did not. Tell, what, where? <laughs> tell us more. I grew up in a small town in Warsaw, Indiana, and my mom owned a Baskin Robbins franchise. So that's no where kidding. I cut my teeth. Which of the 31 flavors is your favorite? Oh, daiquiri ice. Daiquiri ice. Make it, add some Sprite and strawberry topping and blend it together and make a little virgin strawberry daiquiri. Ooh. And it's Inside August tip. and hot here in Williamsburg, so I could go for one of those right now. It sounds good to me, too. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Goonies. Goonies? I'm a child of the 80s. Yeah. I love Goonies. Absolutely. That's cool. I haven't heard. Goonies hasn't come up, so that's a good one. And that's a great example of uh, going on a journey, <laughs> finding treasure at the other end. Speaking of journey, what is your favorite karaoke song? Oh, my goodness. Favorite karaoke um, I would say uh, Sweet Caroline. Okay. And that was even before I moved to the Carolinas. <laughs> Always love Sweet Caroline, Neil Diamond. Got it. Final question. This is a little bit of a twist. Susan, what is the worst haircut you've ever had? <laughs> okay. If anyone can find it, in the fourth grade, there is a school picture of me in a hot pink turtleneck with short hair permed. Nice. I think I've burned all copies of it, but my little brother has kept one to as blackmail. So, <laughs> that is that was the worst haircut ever. 
the, the short-haired perm fourth grade. I've got a picture in my mind. <laughs> we have been talking with Susan Donkers of Global Location Strategies. Susan, thank you so much for spending thank a little for time me. with us. Yeah, this is a blast. We really appreciate it. Look forward to your presentation in just a little while, and we'll talk again. Sounds great. Bye. Thanks. And folks, we're back with Melvin Williams at Terracon. Melvin is the Vice President and Senior Associate at Terracon. Melvin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for asking me. Oh, yeah, this is, this is great. We're really, we're really enjoying our stay here in Williamsburg. How is this conference going for you? It is great. I mean, what other place can you see about 450 people that you can do business with? or you can team with. So it's it's important for us to be here. Absolutely. Uh, start a little bit. Uh, tell us just a little bit about Terracon and about your position at Terracon. Terracon is an employee-owned uh, consulting engineering firm with more than uh, 6,000 employees. Um, you know, we deliver environmental facilities, geotechnical material uh, services in uh, 50 states. Um, we've been around since 1965. We're uh, currently ranked number 20 among uh, engineering uh, news and records and uh, huh. in the top you know 500 design firms in 2023 uh, wow and what about you uh, what what is your position at terracon currently i'm a uh, vice president and uh, senior associate um, typically what i do is i do business development peer business development go out and you know, find opportunities for the firm and also take care of uh, clients and uh, find potential clients. Okay. Well, Terracon is such an industry leader and a thought and a thought leader within the economic development space. I know for our, especially for our SEDC listeners who can't be here today, uh, what are some key takeaways that you think folks should take with them in the economic development space over the next 12, 24, and 36 months? You know, it's all about teamwork and collaboration. I mean, we all, um, you know, can use each other's services and uh, to recommend each other services, but it's just getting to know people, making those relationships. It's it's easy to do work with people who you like. Uh-huh. You know, so the more you get to like people, the more you get to trust people, and the more you get to rely on people. So it's all about that networking. Do you feel like these conferences are a good way to network and a good way to develop those relationships? Oh, yes. I mean, it's, it is, I mean, even the content, just the content that is, that is, uh, that is delivered is very helpful. For instance, like Terracon, we, we do a lot in the economic development space when they're, uh, when counties and, in, in, uh, counties and developers are trying to land um, potential manufacturing or economic development type projects. You know, we have, you know, you mentioned being a thought leader. I mean, we are definitely um, in that space of being a thought leader. You know, when we say come explore with us, it's not just a tagline. We really believe in collaborating with our clients and the end user to make sure that we're providing all the necessary tools to kind of solve those problems. Uh, for instance, we have what we call um, stage one. It's a, it's a innovative software that we use. Huh. I mean, just think about when you're trying to land a uh, prospect, eliminating uh, um, land and, and properties. Mm -hmm. Eliminating early is good because you want to get, you know, not waste time and money on, on land that you can't develop. Sure. Stage one is one of those uh, softwares and one of those tools that we use huh. to help out economic developers. Okay. Okay. What has been your high point here at the SEDC conference so far? What have you seen that you've really been excited about? 
I mean, just the content of the presenters, just the knowledge that they're providing to the uh, to the attendees. That is, I mean, that is great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree completely. We are talking with Melvin Williams of Terracon. Melvin is Vice President and Senior Associate. Uh, Melvin, what do you see on the horizon uh, 24 and 36 months out that we should be taking note of right now? I mean, the, I mean, the market in the Southeast is pretty hot. There's a little, everybody can talk about a little slowdown, but I don't know, we're not seeing it. It's, it's, it's a hot market. A lot of people want to be in the southeast, so I think it's going to grow in market. Uh, one of the ch- challenges that everyone has is workforce and uh, and housing, uh, affordable housing. We we need to definitely work on those um, two uh, two issues. Huh? Interesting. We are talking with Melvin Williams. Uh, Melvin, are there any closing things, takeaways, especially again for our podcast listeners who can't be here? Uh, a couple or three tips that you really wish they would take home with them. I mean, again, it's all about the collaboration and the networking, and really t- taking taking someone under your wings who's here for the first time because ah. this can be a very uh, intimidating um, organization to be around yes you know, a lot of seasoned folks here so for the newer the newer members that are here you know take time to talk to them and explain kind of like what you do and maybe offer some advice to them too so they are feeling welcome and want to come back the next time too ah, great that's good advice that's good advice uh, Melvin I can we close this out with a little game of favorites yes okay uh, simple questions. First, Melvin, what is your favorite holiday? I would have to say Christmas. Okay. What is your favorite dessert? Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Which I, should, which I shouldn't eat a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy cheesecake, any cheesecake, or one specific? It's To me, it's almost any cheesecake that doesn't have pineapple on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, what is your favorite movie? That's a... A hard one there. Uh, maybe probably uh, Finding Private Ryan was one that oh, it really okay. that really stuck with me. Huh, interesting. All right. What is your favorite karaoke song? Ooh. Ah, that's a good that's a hard one. <laughs> maybe this is this is how we do it. Ah, okay. <laughs> you willing to do a little it right now? Oh no. no. <laughs> Final question. Melvin, what is the worst haircut you ever had? Actually, it was funny. Uh, one of my coworkers started cutting hair, and now he was practicing, so I let him practice on me because my thought is hair is always going to grow back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But he really, he really did a, a number on me <laughs> on my haircut. <laughs> Folks, we have been talking to Melvin Williams with Terracon. Melvin, thank you for spending a few minutes with us today. It's so good to have you here at SCDC in the conference. Love having you and love talking to you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the opportunity, and I really had a great time here. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. And folks, I'm here with Bethany Shockney of the Limestone County, Alabama Economic Development Association. Bethany is the president and CEO of the association. Bethany, welcome to the podcast and thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a bright Tuesday morning here at Williamsburg, Virginia. Uh, Bethany, tell us a little bit about Limestone County, Alabama. Absolutely. Um, Limestone is uh, one of the hot spots of Alabama right now. We are located right up against Tennessee uh, on I-65. We are part of the Huntsville Metro. Um, We are the half of it. We're the western half of that Huntsville Metro. And 
We right now have been ranked again as the fastest growing county in the state. Wow, really. Uh, what has, I know there have been some real bright spots for Limestone County. Uh, what's going, what are some success stories? What's going on as if we don't know? Well, you know, naturally, because we are on I-65, we have uh, some real advantage for distribution. So most recently in the past year or two, we have had additional um, distribution uh, success. We already had target distribution right on the interstate, but we also have had two Amazon uh, plants that have located there that have added close to a thousand people. Uh. And uh, of course, the, that capital investment was very significant. And I, you know, we've had a lot of tire kickers for similar activity for distribution, but also because of Mazda Toyota being in the area, we've had a lot of interest over the past five years uh, to support that um, with um, not only their tier suppliers, but also, uh, again, more distribution and, and um, peripheral activity from that you know, that whole development that's going on there. Sure. We're talking with Bethany Shockney of Limestone County, Alabama Economic Development Association. Now, Bethany, with that level of success comes challenges. What are some of the primary challenges that that you're focusing on right now? Well, of course, um, when, when you are the fastest growing county in the state, that means that people are moving in, obviously. We have 3.3 percent growth this past year, which is, um, you know, kind of unheard of. But um, with that causes challenges with our infrastructure, of course. Um, housing has uh, has been a problem in the past. However, our developers are kind of catching up to that. Um, the market has cooled off a little bit, like in many places, but um, just just the fact that they're catching up and that you don't have to uh, buy a buy a home sight unseen is really beneficial. I mean that people can make a decision without it being a knee jerk decision, sure. uh, so that they can investigate what community they want to be in, what school system they want to be in, and and um, and then look at the actual neighborhood rather than I've just got to get a spot. Yeah. You know, so housing, of course, infrastructure from the standpoint of adequate roadways. Um, where we're needing to have, we've got some pinch points, obviously, that have occurred coming and going out of our, out of our county to Huntsville, to and from Huntsville, to and from Decatur, which is to our south, and um, all of those things, uh, we feel like we're doing a decent job staying up uh, with that. Our Rebuild Alabama program has helped us with additional funding to support that road infrastructure. So. Our state has been gracious to uh, try to stay ahead of the game on those things, and, and we've benefited tremendously from that. Okay. Uh, well, tell me, what does the next 24, 36 months look like for Limestone County and Bethany? Well, I look, I, I look for, of course, more things to land in our area. I personally have attempted to... Um, seek out other things outside of the automotive industry so that we don't uh, oversaturate that market and make it tough for Mazda Toyota, of course, uh -huh. because they have leveled out. They are fully staffed now. Um, of course, now they just deal with natural attrition. So it would behoove us to make sure that we diversify our 
additional companies in the area. Um, I would like to um, kind of bounce off of some successes that we've had in the Huntsville area with um, aerospace aviation companies. We have a very vibrant um, uh, regional airport, Prior Field, which is in the southern southeastern corner of Limestone County right on the interstate. And so I would like to enhance that. They're very strong in freight and they have a very um, long airport there at 6,200 feet. So we can handle a lot of significant uh, cargo planes, no passenger of course, but um, so I look to um, recruit some companies that uh, support that aviation aerospace industry with some properties we have nearby. And then of course other anything else that we can do, we've had We've had some really good opportunities that um, are in the hopper right now that would would satisfy that diversification effort. Right. So. Right. Now, Bethany, I also know you as a very active SEDC member. Yes. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your current role and your involvement with SEDC. Sure. Uh, currently, I'm the Alabama State Director for SEDC, and uh, I'm very honored to hold that position. Um, came into it a little green. Uh, haven't been with SEDC that long just because um, I've just taken a job in Alabama in economic development and, and gotten more familiar with it uh, in the past five years or so. So, um, you know, I look forward to working with SEDC. I see it very valuable for uh, myself and, and my peers across the state that we um, this this organization and, and conferences that we support, like this annual conference as well as our Meet the Consultants, that we can create a very strong network among people that are of like kind. Uh -huh. You know, it, it's difficult for us to um, see um, very many similarities with somebody from the West Coast uh, outside of an educational perspective, but from an economic, pure economic development standpoint, there's just so many th benefits by um, having conversations and meeting people in that that understand us in the Southeast. Sure. And so that's uh, that has, I think, is good for myself for my county that I represent, but also others in my state that could take advantage of that. We are talking with Bethany Shockney, the President and CEO of Limestone County, Alabama Economic Development Association. Uh, Bethany, let's close out by playing favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, Bethany, what is your favorite holiday? I'm all about some Christmas. Love it's, you some Christmas. Yeah, it's just family time and friends and you reconnect when you wouldn't do it any other time of the year. <laughs> what is your favorite dessert? It's got to be cheesecake. Oh. Yeah. Funky cheesecake, fancy cheesecake, I, or cheese? Really, any kind of cheesecake, but particularly if peanut butter and nuts are involved. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite movie? I... You know, it's, it's somewhere probably between Top Gun and Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany, what is your favorite karaoke song? Oh, my goodness. Um, probably I've Had the Time of My Life, okay. that song. <laughs> now, yeah. I'm going to flip a little bit. Final question, Bethany, what is the worst haircut you've ever had? Oh, my gracious. Um, 
probably one that I had when I was younger that my mom did personally. So <laughs> when I was probably about six, I've seen pictures and I wasn't a fan. <laughs> we have been talking with Bethany Shockley. Bethany, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Have a good rest of the conference. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.